Greetings, welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzhak Shalom. We're now on Masachat Sukadaf Nun Bet Amud Bet. Continuing to analyze the Mishnah that described the Simchat Bet HaShoeva. It said that there are four ladders and four young Kohanim would go up these ladders, uh, very tall ladders, with the big jugs. Um, does that mean that the enti- that all four together were 120 log, 30 each? Or perhaps each one was 120 log, which is huge. Toshma, we have a bright of Yidehem, Kadeshavan, Shostoshim, Shostoshim log, Shem Kulam, Yavasim log. So now we find it's the 120 in the aggregate, 30 each. Tana, Behen Mishubachina, Yotem Ibnashal, Marta Batbaitus. They were greater or more praiseworthy than the famous Marta Batbaitus, the wealthy woman from the very end of Bayachani period. Than her son. He said about He would take two thighs of a huge ox that would cost a thousand zoos, and he could walk step by step uh, in, order, in order to do this as an avodah. But the Kohanim didn't let him do so much at one time. It's better to have more people involved. It's greater praise for our Kodesh Baruch Hu. What does it mean that they were more praised? These guys were were more beloved. There, there was a ramp, and the thing is squared, and it's not standing up straight. Here, there were ladders, and it was very, it was a very uh, sharp slant, and they still went up with these big jugs. So they were even more impressive than Marta's son. So we read that uh, every uh, court, every courtyard was lit up with the fire of the Tzimchat A woman could actually pick through wheat and select the finest wheat uh, because of, because that light was so so strong. Some of them would sing and say, "Happy is our youth that has not embarrassed us in our old age." Those are the pious ones. And some people would say, happy is our aging years uh, that have uh, atoned for our youth. These are people who have corrected their ways. They would all sing, happy is someone who's never sinned. And someone who's sinned, what would Hillel do? Amar Im Anikan Hakokan. If I'm here, all is here. Vimei Nikan Mikan. If I'm not here, what? Who is here? When I some place that I want to go, my legs carry me there automatically. You come to my house, I'll come to your house. It's as if God is saying. Uh, you come visit me, I'll come visit you. And if you don't come to visit me, I won't come to visit you. Every place that you mention my name, uh, I will come and bless you, says God. He saw a skull that was uh, floating on the water. You killed somebody, so that's why you were killed, and now those who killed you, they will die also. Uh, playing on Galgal Husha Jose Balam, it's a wheel, shall we say, of karma that goes through the world and Galgugol it. Uh, your legs are sort of your, your arev, your cosigner. Wherever you want to go, that's where they take you. Meaning, your actions uh, de- declare what your intentions are. 
They were Shlomo scribes. He saw Malachamavit was sad. Amarle, am I Atzivit? Why are you sad? Amarle, because I'm supposed to take these two Kushim who are in front of you. So, um, Shlomo ended up handing them over to the Seirim, the demons that were in front of Shlomo, and he sent them to Lod, which was evidently a place, to lose to near Betel, which was evidently a place where the Malach didn't have any control. They got there, they died. He saw Malach laughing. Why are you laughing? It's exactly the place that I wanted them, that's exactly where you sent them to. Um... I mean, I was told to bring them there, and that's what you sent them. So Shlomo said, your legs are your cosigner, or your guarantor. They take you where you need to go. So they were led to where they needed to go. He would take eight torches. He would throw them up in the air, and they would never touch each other. Uh, juggle. Separate thing, it's not the same time, when he would bow and prostrate himself. He would put, put his two thumbs into the ground, stick them in, and he would bow. And kiss the ground and stand up. Nobody else could do that. That's what we call Kidah. Levi was, was a young man in Rebbe's Beit Yidrash, and he tried to demonstrate what Kidah looked like line, he lamed himself as a result. Is that what caused the famous limping Levi? Uh, Levi who came to Bavel, the limpers come. A person should never throw their words at heaven, literally. In other words, be chutzpah towards heaven. A great man did that and became lame in Humanu Levi. So in other words, Levi became lame because of his irreverent attitude towards heaven. The answer is, both of them caused it. Rebbe used to uh, dance in front of uh, Levi used to dance in front of Rebbe um, um, in, uh, with eight knives. As he'd walk in front of Rebbe and he'd juggle eight knives. Shmuel Kame Malka. Shmuel always know had a good relationship with Shapur the king, the Sasanian king. with eight cups of uh, wine, and he would uh, juggle them. Uh, sensibly none would drop, would drop or spill. Abaya coming to Rabba, Bitmanya Bey, should be Rabba. Abaya would do, dance in front of Rabba with eight eggs, or perhaps four eggs. Remember, remember that Rabbi Yeshua, um, was, uh, was a levy in the Beit HaMikdash. And he records, When we would rejoice, the Simchat Beit HaShoeva, Lo ra'inu sheina me'ineinu. We never slept. First thing in the morning is Tamid, Misham Tfilah ben Tfilah, Misham Korban Musaf, then back for the Musaf. Misham Tfilah to Musafin, and we'd say Musaf, the Tfilah, Misham the Beit HaMidrash, we'd study, Misham Lachilah Shteyah, then we'd celebrate. Misham Tfilah to Mincha, the Mincha, Misham Tfilah to Mincha, back to the Mikdash. The famous ruling in Masachet Shavuot, that if somebody takes a Shavuot, that they won't sleep for three days, we give them Malkot immediately for Shavuot Shav, and he sleeps right away, because that's impossible. 
We never really slept well during Sukkot because we would be really involved with activities all 24 hours and we'd just sort of doze on each other's soul shoulders. All right, we said that there were 15 steps going from the Ezrat Nashim up to the Ezrat Yisrael. That's where the Levim would stand and sing. And we would have the blasting of the shofar. One of the students was presenting a gada in front of Rav Chista. Do have you any tradition as to uh, who David, uh, or in in an honor of whom, or Keneged whom David said these fifteen shirei hamaalah that were then in the later construction of the Mikdash, the steps were built to correspond with those fifteen chapters. When David dug the tunnels, the uh, Tahom started bubbling up and wanted to drown the world, the chasm underneath filled with water. David said these 15 shiri ha and lowered the water. It should be called 15 steps down. He said, now that you remind me, I'll tell you. When it wanted to drown the world, does anybody know if I can write the Shem Hashem on a piece of pottery and throw it into the chasm, which will slow it down and stop the, the flood? Nobody told him anything. Anybody who knows and is silent should be should choke on his own uh, on his own um, throat. Sachitofel, who that's how he ended up dying, uh, made a in order to create to enhance or restore domestic tranquility. God says, take my name and wipe it out and erase it on the water, the sota. So certainly to bring peace to the whole world, certainly God's name can be erased. So he told David, it's mutar. He wrote Shem Hashem on this piece of pottery, the tome and threw it in the chasm. And the tome went down by 16,000 garmidi. When he saw it was going so far down, Amar, um, the um, lower it goes down, the wetter the world's going to be. Um, and so Amar Chamesh uh, Ma'alot. Then he said, "15 Shir Ma'alot to bring it back up." He brought it up 15,000 garmidi. And so it was now at 1,000 garmidi below the surface, and that's the proper place for it to be. Um, so that teaches you that the foundation of the world is ta- is a thousand garmidi or a thousand amot below the level. But we can dig very little and get water out. That's runoff from the prat that comes uh, underground, but not really an underground aquifer. Okay, we saw the Kohanim would stand at the upper gate and they would blast. I asked this in the Mishnah, I presented this from the Gemara. In the Mishnah, when it says the tenth riser, does that mean they would go down five and be at number ten? Maybe they'd go down ten, they'd be on number five. Take it, unclear. 
when the people, they would say, our ancestors would face east and have their back to the Heichal. Well, don't I know if they're facing east, their back is to the Heichal, it's in the west? Why do they say that? They would undress themselves with and they would urinate there, really degrading the place. We would say, but we face God, and we is doubling. We face God, and God, and towards God, our eyes are cast. So mentioning God's name twice is like dualism. This is what they would say. They would bow to the east. We thank God. And our eyes are cast towards God, anticipating His salvation. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up uh, in the next Mishnah, which details the Tkiot and the Mikdash. In the meantime, it should have a wonderful day.